The Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, Episode 101. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Price from thestressedoutcaregiver.com, and I would like to talk to you today about something that traps a lot of people along the way as they care for their loved ones, and that is this. If your loved one moves into assisted living, you're going to be presented with an admission agreement. And let me tell you, whatever it is you think you're agreeing to, it has to be in writing. Admission agreements must be in writing. You cannot rely on the information shared with you by the salesperson or the admissions office. Whatever they tell you verbally is nothing you can rely on. You have to get it in writing because in the end, when the time comes that you need something or or you challenge something, they're going to go to the agreement and they're going to point out to you what the agreement says. And they're going to say, you know, uh, you thought you were going to get Medicaid, but you can't have Medicaid unless you pay privately for two years. Or you thought you would not have any personal liability for the bill. But here in the agreement, you signed and said you would have personal liability, which means your money might be at risk. Or or you thought if your loved one got hurt in the community, you'd be able to sue the community to for them to be compensated for their injuries. Well, in the agreement, you 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 opted out of that. You agreed to arbitration instead of being able to file a lawsuit. So the bottom line is this. They're going to rely on that agreement down the road if there's ever a question or a conflict between you and the community. And as much as I like long-term care communities, I truly do. I think they are a great solution for anyone who can't care for their loved one at home or whose loved one doesn't want to stay home. And believe it or not, there's a lot of people who don't want to stay home. Long-term care communities, assisted living communities, and nursing homes, uh, let's put them in the mix. You know, these are great options for people who aren't going to be able to stay home. But, you know, there could be conflict at some point along the way. It could be financial. There could be an issue where you're looking for, you need help, you need Medicaid, and they don't want your loved one there on Medicaid, or it could be they're injured, or it could be one of many, many things. You know, what's included in the fee that you're paying for the level of care your loved one needs? Or can your loved one change their room uh, if they want to? Or all sorts of things that could come up along the way. They're usually covered in the agreement. Don't listen, or, or you, you want to listen to the salespeople, you want to listen to the admissions people, but don't rely on what comes out of their mouth. You have to rely on what's in writing, what's in the agreement, because I'll tell you what, that's what they're going to rely on. So you better make sure you're advocating for your loved one and yourself when you're looking into moving into uh, assisted living or helping your loved one move into assisted living. You've got to be an advocate. You've got to review the agreement. You'd be well served to take it to an elder law attorney who deals with these agreements all the time, who knows what these communities can and can't enforce in an agreement so that they can advise you on what it is you're signing, what rights uh, you're giving up, and and what rights you have based on the agreement, and what responsibilities you're taking on as a result of the agreement. So that's it today. 
It's good advice that you really need to be careful. Get it in writing. Rely on the writing. Don't rely in the end on what you were told. And remember one final thing. You know, I know I started wrapping up, but just to to say one more important thing. A lot of times when the conflict occurs, whatever that conflict is, and, and conflict doesn't mean it's necessarily negative or, or that there's going to be, you know, we're taking sides and, and we're fighting with the, the, um, with the community. Conflict just means that there's a disagreement. I think it's one thing and, and the community thinks it's something else. That's the conflict. Well, many times the person who sold you the room or sold your loved one the room, whether it's the salesperson or the admissions person, they may not be there when that conflict arises. You may be dealing with an entirely different team who's going to say, well, we weren't here. We don't know what was said. We have to rely on the agreement. You can expect that will happen. Um, there's a good possibility that could occur. So again, you want to protect yourself. You want to protect your loved one. Make sure you understand the agreement. Make sure you you review it. Make sure you get help reviewing it and you're comfortable with what it says because that's what you're going to be bound to. Really important advice. I hope this is helpful. And remember, you can email me any questions. My email is Casey, C-A-S-E-Y at thestressedoutcaregiver.com. Go to thestressedoutcaregiver.com to check out what other information is out there. Uh, Join the Facebook group, the Stressed Out Caregiver Support Group on Facebook. Send us your... uh, your request. I'm trying to turn that group into something where we're helping each other out every day with issues that are coming up and and thoughts and ideas. Let's make this process of caring for our loved ones less stressful. Let's give them a high, the highest possible quality of life because if you can do that, your quality of life will improve too. Now it's time for the disclaimer. Remember, this show is based in New Jersey law. The laws in your state might be different. If you have any questions or think you need an attorney, you should go see an elder law attorney. They are equipped to assist you. And if you need help caring or planning the care for your loved one, see a geriatric care manager or a elder care social worker. They are a huge help and um, really are invaluable to the people who who reach out to them and and get the help they can provide. Look, speaking of help, I hope you find this helpful. I love doing this. Thanks so much for taking time out of your day to listen to today's tip to help make caring for your loved one less stressful. Until I have the privilege of talking to you again, remember my name is Casey Price from thestressedoutcaregiver.com and I wish you nothing but the best. 